Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. It brings me great pleasure to once again say hi. Hello. You found us. Nice one. We're here on the Podlips. This week has seen a massive spike in new listeners. For some reason, like midweek, uh, we had like five, six, seven times the amount of normal like downloads that that's happened. So, if you, if you if you're new, if you're one of those little new downloads, hello, hey up, welcome to the RGM Experience Podcast. Hope you stick around. I didn't, it's just not the internet playing silly buggers the algorithms those things um yeah it was nice to see we're working hard on this podcast and we've already got the next three guests in the bag today we've got an amazing guest for you as well john windle from little man tate's coming up i'm actually going to see him at ritz uh, this coming friday uh, so i can't wait to catch up with the boys and say hello and just see what they like live these days hear the new stuff that we talk about on the tour album out they just announced that there's an album coming out so exciting times a new album and yeah i've been, I've been as you know we keep banging on it about it on the podcast that each and every one of the interviews that we do is available for you to watch on youtube as well and you can see our little faces and speaking of youtube i had a nice email from youtube earlier yeah i'm now an official youtube partner so, uh, not that it really means anything at this stage. We've still got quite relatively low numbers for, for, for uh, to chuck in the day job. Uh, but it just means you can do little extra things, people that are watching on YouTube. Uh, you can do super chats, uh, basically donate stuff if you like the content. Donate a, a pound or whatever. And, yeah, it's just, it just shows that... It's just small steps. It just shows that what we're doing is getting picked up on the YouTube algorithms. It just made me really happy. So, yeah, nice one. Thanks for everybody for subscribing. It's uh, very much appreciated. 90% of everybody that listens and watches on YouTube, just like the way. I'll stop banging on about YouTube in a bit. Don't worry. Uh, 90% of people on there don't subscribe to the channel. So it's new people coming to the interviews all the time from like the socials that are just watching it so if you are if you're one of them and you haven't subscribed yet help us out because if you don't if we get a small percentage of the people that aren't subscribed on it then we're then we're flying so that that'd be nice and yeah so uh, yeah with john windles coming up now i did see a little update they are due to play sheffield uh o2 academy as well coming up and the o2 academy has been closed Due to rack issues, reinforced, uh, autoclaved, uh, aerated concrete. It's a major problem. Um, you know, there's a lot of touring bands that use the O2 Academy in Sheffield. And it is a big concrete box. Uh, so it's a real shame if that if this lingers on a little bit more and it's, um, you know, some gigs are going to have to be cancelled, rearranged and that. Hope that gets itself sorted out. So at this stage, we don't know quite what's happening with the Sheffield date of the tour. Uh, we do discuss it and stuff, you know, so... Um, but this news has just come out since we recorded the interview with John a week or two ago. But... Fingers crossed for that one, people in Sheffield, and you're going to be okay. 
Mm. I'm going to watch him at uh, the Ritz in Manchester. Um, Love that little venue. Not too big fan on the booze there. Uh, it's very expensive for Carlsberg. And it's warm. Mm. Not good, that, is it? Not good, that. But anyway... <laughs> Big week of music ahead here at RGMM HQ. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Um, if you like Le Monte, if you're into your music, if you're into finding out what it's like to be to be back after all these years and to get back into the swing of things as a musician, and John definitely goes through his journey. Rest of the lads, you know, everybody's different, aren't they? Everybody's got different situations. And how do you like, you know, you stop playing music for many years. And then you then you're back on the road. How do you physically do that? What's the mechanics behind all of that? Everybody's got a story to tell, and we're here to tell it at the RGM Experience Podcast. It's what it's all about. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop waffling and banging on about bleeding YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. It really made me happy uh, to know that things are uh, starting to get better. It's just nice, isn't it? Uh, anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's crack on with the interview. We've got an amazing guest. He's always good fun. Good lad, old John. Here we go. John Windle, lead singer of Little Man Tate. Take it away, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? You okay? Yeah. Yes, sound, mate. Yeah, nice one. Um, I always enjoy it. I think the last time we had a chat, we were deep in lockdown, I think. Oh, and, then, and then And that was a long time ago. And uh, I recently spoke to Ben and Maz. Down at tram lines, I think you had a problem with your throat or something, or you were just slacking. What one of the two? I can't. I can't That's remember. Like the little people do. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I've got uh, weirdly, I've got laryngitis. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Which were like, so I had a nightmare at tram lines, which were devastating because yeah. we'd never done it as a band. We'd never yeah. done, we'd never done tram lines, and uh, I was so looking forward to it, and I can't remember any of it because I was that dosed up yeah. on my cold medication and 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 I had to have some steroids and things to try and get my voice going. I can't remember a thing about it hardly. It's bad that isn't it. Do you know like it's just the timing of it all after all these years the band are back about to pay the main fucking stage in tram lines and then you get shut yeah. down by this weird stuff. What kind of what did they do to you then? What did they like prop you up with? What did they how did you get you through it? Just not not to speak, which is hard for me. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I couldn't speak. Yeah. Um, I had to have like, like you know, all the usual cold stuff, but then some steroids as well for right. three days to try and to try and not like weren't injecting them or anything. Yeah, like okay. right. you, you'd think I would if you saw me, Willie. But <laughs> but yeah, so I just uh, had to have like some steroid medication for my throat to to right. try and calm it down. Oh, it was just it was so hard you, you know when you try when you're yeah. trying to sing and and you just know it's, it's not gonna it's not yeah. you can't hit anything I, and i just i weren't myself i felt right bad I, like i felt because we'd waited we'd, we'd waited that long to like, yeah. cause every time we always got a tram lines and it were like woman out we're finally, finally here. Cause we, obviously, while tram lines has got yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger, we haven't been on the scene. Yeah. And we were always like, oh, the great, how good would it have been to play tram lines? Yeah. Get the opportunity. And uh, and I'd got yeah. laryngitis. It was flipping insane. So there were, there were no way it weren't going to happen then? 
No, because I, I didn't. It didn't start happening. To it, it weren't bad till a few uh, days before. Yeah. Um, and then it was a little bit like at that time, like we can't pull out this because we might never get, might never do it again because yeah. we didn't know how long we were gonna yeah. carry on for, and I just thought. With Sheffield, I knew that the thing is, if it had been somewhere else, yeah, maybe. It, I'd have been like, there's no way I can do it. But it was Sheffield, and I thought, I know crowd, I know the Sheffield mm. crowd, and I know they'll sing with us kind of thing. Mm. So I, I knew we'd have a, a, be able to get away with it a bit more in Sheffield because the crowd is so good and yeah. know and and know the words and it, yeah. it'd sing along. So it was. Uh, I think they did. I can't remember. Honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no, well, you can listen back to episode 52 of the podcast with Ben and Maz. Um, they, they had a different story. They just said you fucked off being a diva. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's how it should be, shouldn't it? <laughs> fair enough. I'm a fun man, aren't I? I don't <laughs> have these, uh, these liberties. <laughs> We're not messing about with these chats before gig. I'm just, I'm, I'm over there. Yeah. Just, you know, doing all the good beneath stuff. It's beneath me, like. It's beneath yeah, me. It's <laughs> well, the the first time that we had a chat in lockdown, when you announced that the band had, you know, the band were coming back, I think you just put some like teaser stuff on your socials, and I I, I can remember you 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 saying it was fucking hard work learning the songs again, and back yeah. in the back in the rehearsal room, just just getting the old song, wheeling the old songs out again and playing them, and you were just planning on doing a few gigs at O2 Academy, and that's it. I kind of that, that, that was the that was the yeah. initial idea that. That yeah. was the initial idea, and then um, we really enjoyed it. it was, yeah. We were like, "Let's just let's just go in it and see what we can do." <laughs> we've got ideas for songs. We've been yeah. through lots of different things in the last, you know, in the time we were away, and uh, it was a case of let's just let's just see where it goes. Let's enjoy it for yeah. what it is. And, uh, and 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 while other people want us to hang about, we'll 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 stick around and just enjoy it. Yeah, but it it it, it was kind of like you know why would you go to all these all this effort for for just two gigs at Academy? I'm not belittling the, the belittling the Academy in any way at all. It's it's an iconic venue in Sheffield. I just mean like why would you like go back through all all that? pain and you know getting the guitars out again and learning all this stuff again and yeah. getting yourself back and gig fit and all that kind of stuff to not do more you must have known yeah I, I think i think in back of all the zeds yeah. we, we wanted to do more like yeah. but we didn't we didn't want to because it was such a nightmare getting it off the ground again it was like yeah. we i think there were, <laughs> there were one um we obviously we announced it in 2020 okay. didn't we and uh, it was just before before lockdown, when there was all the talk of the talk that we were going into this uh, pandemic and what have you, and uh, I remember seeing, <laughs> I remember seeing one um, one tweet. I think it was after we'd announced the uh, after we'd announced that we were coming back to do the two gigs. It was something like millions of people are dying. The world's going down, going into a global pandemic. And that's not the worst news I've heard today. <laughs> the worst news I've heard today is little man saying it's coming back. 
Oh, that's funny. That's funny. I was like, he's just won the internet. That's funny. That's funny. But it, it, I mean, it, it sounds like you're being a bit like from Sheffield with that kind of opinion. You know, forget the pandemic. We'll move on from all that shit. I just mean like, like you, you, it sounds like you weren't, as a band and as a group, you weren't presuming too much from it. You just wanted to have those two gigs and then, you know, just have fun with it and not presume too much like Sheffielders yeah. kind of do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take every day as it comes. Yeah. Like it we're just like, we'll see what happens after that. Um, yeah. So we knew... We obviously had the first show on sale and the second one was... Because they do, don't they? You know, promoters, they like... They'll, they'll save the day, you know, yeah. an, ex, an, an extra day and that. So we knew that there was the possibility of doing two comeback shows. Um, but we we genuinely hadn't... There was no real plan after that, mm. um, which I think... Uh, as maybe like caught us up with the delay of the album and the delay of the tour because mm. the album were not, when when we decided to do the album it took longer than we mm. envisaged in his head because we were still thinking like oh you know we'll just route songs out get them recorded but everything's there's so much goes on behind the scenes that that ain't about the band you know like with the with like timelines and everything else um so that's what the album weren't ready so we couldn't do the tour because the album were never going to be ready and and then we had to move it back um which we were gutted about because we were desperate to like keep that Mm. momentum kind of going um but yeah, we're, we're here now, ready, to, ready <laughs> <Yeah>. for the tour. <laughs> well, I know uh, while you while you weren't on the stage, you still had your, you still had your toe in the industry, didn't you? As a like a manager and that kind of stuff. Did 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 that help you uh, for the comeback? Did you take on any of your own tips that you give out to other people for yourself? Yeah, well, well <laughs> it, it's in terms of the management side, I, I've always been more on the creative side, yeah. not the right. not the not the business side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't follow any of the rules. I do uh, it's, it's <laughs> do as I say, not right. as I do, kind of thing. Isn't yeah, it? fair enough, fair enough. What, what's the what's the industry like now compared to what it was when you when you were first playing at it? Very different. Go on. Very different. I think you got all different. Think the way the record deals and things are structured are completely different. So back when we signed our first deal, mm. I might get this wrong because, like I said, I'm not on the business okay. side, but for what I can work out. Um, back when we were signed our first deal with E2 in 2006, you'd get an advance, mm. and that advance would be recouped via sales of mm. CDs, yeah. vinyls, what have you? Because um, we were sort of like that last batch of bands that got signed off the back of the old off the old deals when yeah. it was still decent money. Um, and what they do say you sold the C- sold the CD for like a tenner. I think the label took five pound of that, yeah. and then two pound fifty went into another pot, which would pay off some of your advance because mm. the advance is just a loan. Um, you know, I don't think you don't have to pay it back unless you uh, unless you made the money. To be fair, and two pounds if you'd go to the go to the band. Mm. Um, but then, obviously, because 
record record sales are so mid, like so small now, and and everything's you know um, streaming and what have you. Um, I think the record labels start to do this three sixty thing, which is where they take a little bit of everything. So they'll take a little bit of your um, royalties, a little bit of your merch, a little bit of your ticket sales, a little bit of everything, so okay. it's easier for them to recoup. And obviously, the the advances aren't what they were mm. what they were then. Um, and then I think the other thing is a massive thing that I've noticed is how different it is with it's all about playlists and and getting the right playlists and uh, rather than so as much as back then it'd be like got to get radio one we've got to get radio one because we've got to be on the radio we've got to be on MTV and now it's more like like I say getting the right playlists and mm-hmm. the younger kids who like who are great behind who, who, who are great behind us and advise us and help us uh, showing us how to um, how to get us music in the right places and 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 be seen in the right like all the content like, like online content yeah. and things like that that we might not necessarily have thought about as much back in um, back in the day. Mm. Um, so it's a lot more about where you're positioning everything and 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 the run up. So, I mean, when we were doing it. First time you'd have like these mad mad packages where you'd have the same single but with three different B sides on each one. So you're having to write track after track after track. And half of it would just like throw away rubbish, but just because it were yeah. it were it was something different and they'd all count towards the chart position, whereas like now it's it's kind of I think it's a bit more real now. I think yeah. like it's a bit more like what you see is what you get with the with the bands. Whereas back then you you could it everything would be manipulated slightly. Yeah. How 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 do you get on the right playlist? What's that process? I've got a clue. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I know it, it, it is just like because like a lot of people watching the podcast are like you know they might be new in a band or whatever, and they they're always banging on about playlists all the time. Yeah, and playlists will get you more listens. It'll get you more streams. It'll get you more. Uh, you might get you might pick up fans in different pockets of the country, I suppose, where you can plan a, a gig and that kind of stuff. So that that's great, yeah. isn't it? You know that, that that's what you want. But how do you fucking do it? Do you know? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I mean, like you've got you've got people who can go and plug to playlists to to like mm. your Spotify thing, but yeah. it's not like being a radio plugger where you go in and I think it's they look at stats and stuff, which is so yeah. hard for new bands because yeah. what stats has a new band got? Yeah. Do you know? Like you could have a brilliant band with like. Who could be the next flipping Beatles or something? Yeah. And how are they going to how are they going to get out there? You just hope that in the beginning the music shared, people start yeah. getting into the music. I suppose it's um, more like back in the day, if you've got enough people talking about you, then your your stats will go up. You know, all the yeah. uh, I suppose like people look at how many. Well, I don't actually know now because it's that easy to like buy followers and stuff like that. 
you don't know what's what's real and what's not. But I presume they have a way. But it's way beyond me that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, but yeah, you just get other people to sort all that boring yeah, stuff. Yeah. Out. yeah, don't blame, don't blame me. Well, I, I know, like, uh, like you had quite a bit of down. How how long was it that you weren't a band? When when did Little Man Tape finish the first time? What year was that? Twenty in two thousand and nine, and came back. Ended up being twenty twenty one. Go on, how's your maths, Carl? 11 years? 12 years? No. 2009 no, to 2011. No, no, 12. Should have been 11. Okay. <laughs> but ended up being 12. Yeah, because of the pandemic and that kind of stuff. So how much did you, like, miss it? You know, like, because I, I, I can remember speaking to you and you were like, oh, no, I've had enough with that kind of stuff. You know, I can imagine the industry can make people a little bit jaded, I suppose. I'm not speaking for you. You you, you can say how you felt about it. But um, when, when you're out of it, how much do you miss it, and how long does it start to feel like you know I want a piece of that again? Talk us through your yeah. downtime. Yeah, it, initially not at all, yeah. um, because we obviously we, we like you say we were we, we we were broken. We were like flipping mm. out. This isn't what we thought it was all about. Yeah. Then about five years in to not doing it, and you see another. Bands doing, you see, other bands that were probably at the time no bigger than we were yeah. at, at, at that time when we thought that we'd gone as far as we could go on to like really, really establish themselves. And it was a little bit like if we'd have stuck at it. Because I mean, back when we split up, for example, like the Cortinas, yeah. we, were, we were probably just similar sort of size band um and we rather than doing what we should have done and carried on i think we bottled it a little bit uh we were young we bottled it a bit and thought like oh we don't want to be this band who who fizzle out whereas really the mentality should have been you know what can we be where 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 can we go if we stick at it you know, you're only, when you're in a when you're in at that level, you're only one big single, one really good song away from really jumping up up the ladder. And like, so I look, I do look at bands like the Cortinas and things, and think, where could we be had we yeah. not bottled it? If that makes sense. So did you did it? How long did it start to feel like that? You think mm, I've got I'm getting an itch again for it, like. When when can you can you remember that moment when you thought I might give Maz and Ben a ring? I can I can remember the moment I knew that we had to that we were that I wasn't that we weren't gonna everybody would I can remember the moment that it was like right we're doing it and we're not taking no from for an answer mm. from from anybody and it was it was twenty nineteen mm. and it was just like. We got we because we, we'd had offers to to come back during the time, and then and uh, towards the end of twenty nineteen, I've just for some reason I've just got this itch to do it, and and then come January twenty twenty, um, all the all the stars kind of aligned, mm. <laughs> bar what we thought were coming, what we didn't see coming, yeah. um. And um, yeah, got 
uh, I was like, normally it was always me and Maz that didn't want to do it. Right. Either Maz had, Maz had want to do it and I didn't want to do it because it weren't right time or I'd want to do it and Maz didn't want to do it because it weren't right time. Um, and got Ben and Dan were straight on board. Um, Maz were like, oh, I'm not sure some things are best left, you know, yeah. left with the memories and everything. I'm like, look, it's now or never, basically. Yeah. If we're not going to, if we're not going to do it now, the, it'll, it won't happen again. Yeah. We won't get the opportunity to do it again. We'll be, you know, we'll have gone too far. Um, so yeah, so Maz jumped on board and then yeah. we were just like, let's do it. So that that's the it's just staying in the timeline a bit. That that's the time when we last had a chat when you just started rehearsing again. And you you know yeah. playing those old tunes again. So so how did how did it feel to be back on stage doing those two gigs in Sheffield? Oh mate, amazing! Yeah, I can imagine. Amazing. It's like playing gigs are amazing. Obviously, yeah. like you get the whether you're playing in front of twenty people or two thousand people or whatever, but when when you play Sheffield, and I'm not just saying it, when you're banned from Sheffield yeah. and you play Sheffield, it's just it's just another. You almost feel like a football team. You feel like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you feel like you're all they want is a banging night and for you to do well and then love it. And uh, the atmosphere when you're a Sheffield band playing Sheffield is. There's there's nothing I can't I can't explain to you the buzz you get and you you lose yourself and you look and and you're right proud of all the people that are there not just please yourself you 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 you, you like look and you're like wow you nice. still you're still there and yeah. and there's not there isn't a better atmosphere than a than a gig in Sheffield I can imagine that so 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 the two gigs at the O2 happened. What did like the week after that? Like, what kind of conversations did you all have as a band? Like the week after that, or month, or whatever kind of you know time it took you to regroup and have another conversation about stuff. So we went out on the Sunday and all got really drunk on a mm. Sunday session, nice. and then for the week after that was the most depressing week ever. <laughs> okay. It was like. <laughs> All the effort that had gone into yeah. it, the build-up, the shows, the Sunday we were celebrating, what a yeah. great, you know, weekend it had been. And then there's this massive lull of like, oh, now what? Back to reality. Mm-hmm. Back to, you know, we're not we're not these people any more than what we were yeah. for the last two days. We're just yeah. back to being being us we like didn't have that focus where we put everything into something so then over the over the weeks that followed there were other offers came in um options to do stuff a plan put in place if we wanted to do it and uh we were like who are we kidding we we we, it's not us to not be little man say we've spent too long not being Little Man Tate, let's be Little Man Tate properly again. And was that tour managers? Was that record companies? Who, who, who what? Was it, it? Lots of different people. Um, so you have a live agent, obviously, yeah. and the live agent centres various 
options mm. of um, shows. We got the tram lines offer, mm. uh, which was like one of them, like, would be mad to not yeah. do that when we've never had the opportunity to do it. Um, other festival offers for the um, for the um, following year, mm. um, a plan put in place for if we were going to do an album, this would be the timeline, um, what the tour would look like. Um, and but the main bit was the reaction to it, mm. the, the reaction to from the from the fans and the feedback that we'd got from the shows and the reviews that we were like, let's 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 go for it i love that and and you know i presume you know you're doing you had like adult things to do to pay the bills and that kind of stuff as well how did you like uh, how do you manage having a normal job around these new ch- these new exciting things that got that around and how, how did you as a band like manage all that just we're, we're pretty lucky because hmm. i'm I work for myself and I've got people who work for me so I can, I could, who I could rely on to like cover for me. Um, Dan's got his own fruit and veg business. So he's got people who work for him. Um, Maz was the hardest one because he's a, he's a teacher. So it's, it's difficult for, it was more difficult for Maz, um, especially on the enemy tour. Um, we had he, he actually missed a couple of shows on the enemy tour because he just couldn't we couldn't get it off yeah. off work. Um, but it's for the for the for the new tour we're sorted. So um, and we're Ben, yeah, we're ben still on the doll. What was he doing? <laughs> I like, I like <laughs> he, he works for Yorkshire Water. Oh, now. does he? Oh, he's a commander. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. he works. Right, okay. So yeah, blame him for your leaks. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. So it's well, it, well that, that's kind of nice, really. I know what it's like living with a teacher myself. It's, you can't just have the day off, can you? It's a, it's a massive commitment to the kids at your school, isn't it? And you know, it's uh, it, it's hard to, it's hard to do stuff outside of those type of like serious careers, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I always think it's best to not have a sensible career. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, fair enough. That's, that's <laughs> good, good, good. So then, so um. You know, when you look at, you know, the career that you had before and it's happening again, the, the you know, the new tours that are being booked, the festival slots, it's happening again. Did, did you approach it differently to the first time? Because obviously you were a lot younger when it first happened. And now, you've yeah. got, you, you, you've, you, you know, you've got an older head on you when it's happening again. Did you, was the different like conversations you had with people around doing these things again like we're related yeah. like, we're, even with like personal relationships you know it's like oh you're just a big daft kid you're going out to play guitar over there aren't you yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you know I what think, i mean it's like it's a different 100 yeah. percent. it's it's like um we've approached it a lot more relaxed mm. like a lot more relaxed like like we're not here to be the biggest band in the world yeah. do you know what i mean we're not here to be mm. rock and roll stars and and all that, it's like let's take it for what it is and see where see where it takes us. Um, but yeah, it is a bit like what's he doing? But the, but then the kids the kids have been massive in like the in us doing it again because they were always like yeah. we've never seen you play, yeah, but like all nice. of us kids like we've never yeah. seen, we've heard like and we've seen videos and yeah. stuff. And they're like with the comeback, they were a big part of it because we were like. Oh, 
they were like they were egging us on to do it. So, oh, that's nice. So yeah, but you're right. But I suppose some people can look at it and think, "What are they doing? They're flipping <laughs> forty year old going back out there doing doing that." Um, but yeah, we're much we're much more relaxed and we're much more savvy to the industry yeah. than what we were as twenty three year old kids. So. Spot the bullshit quicker, I suppose. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, no, that's interesting. So, how do you how, how would you how would you score the relaunch of Little Man Tate out of ten? I'd say eight out of ten. So I'm knocking two points off for the laryngitis at Tramline. <laughs> okay, you can't, put, you can't. Don't beat yourself up about that. That's... <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, so right, okay. So, so eight out of ten, you're back then. So, so this is happening now. So, this is it. So, Little Man Tate are going to be around for a long time. I know you've you've just announced the album. Um, you've got this big tour in October coming up with my mates from Viva supporting you. Shambolics yeah. as well. I can see you supporting you. Yeah. They've been around a long time. They're good lads, and all the young as well who are playing in Manchester. Yeah. So, so, so like. How, how how do you prepare for these big exciting things? How do, what do you do? differently now to what you did before just less booze <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. better lifestyle yes okay fair enough uh, yeah um i said less booze i'm not actually sure about <laughs> fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, the booze is pretty much still the same i think okay. it's other things um fair enough. that are less yeah um but yeah um the rehearsals are more sensible and oh, okay. and and Focused. and we actually did a sound checks and things where back in the day we, we one of us had been missing somebody'd been missing we were a nightmare we'd like because yeah. we're on the buff and stuff and then ben would be we couldn't find ben and <laughs> somebody else would have to sound check for ben and then he'd, he'd find him in a toilet <laughs> it just it, it was just, it were a nightmare we'd, we'd we, I think we let a lot of things go to us heads back then and okay. thought we were, right. thought we had to be the libertines or, do you know what I mean? Yeah, thought we had yeah, to yeah. Rock yeah. and roll kind of. It was like do, that. Do what, sorry? Even, even with my little band at the same time, we, 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 we indulged. You know, it, yeah, it, in that it, 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 it's different now, in it. But back back then, it well, it was, and it weren't it weren't just your, it, it were all around you. All the bands were like it. It was just like, yeah, it, will, it, was it was just was, like it dirty, was dirty like, bastards on the piss all the time, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, and it was like, how much havoc can we cause? Yeah, there were more stuff causing havoc off away from the music, and it was just like, well, this time it's all about the music. We don't, yeah. we don't have to, we don't have to get in a row with. Some band to cause, yeah, you know, some interest in the press. We don't have to say somebody's shit that we didn't think was shit. Yeah, you know, like cause, I mean, there were times we'd say we'd 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 be told to say somebody would say something about somebody, so they'd say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah, and then yeah. you'd cause, yeah. you know, like it's it's music. It's not football. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like we should all be we should all be one, all fighting for the same same cause of like wanting people to hear great music whether that's from us or whether that's from whoever else um society has shifted think- society has shifted quite a lot hasn't it compared to what it is now like like I, i'm not a young and i can't speak for these young kids anymore but they don't tend to like when, when i when i have young bands on at gigs and that kind of stuff they don't seem to be 
like what we were back then. Just yeah. fucking nightmares. The, the, the dude seemed, they do take it more seriously. They are trying to, some of them anyway, trying to genuinely just, you know, do the best they can at the gigs and not be a nightmare, yeah. <laughs> which I'm just like, Christ, kids are different these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and probably better, better yeah, for it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely makes promoters' lives easier, yeah, doesn't it? And it definitely does. Things like yeah. that and dealing with some flipping nutcases who are going <laughs> to trash the flipping dressing room for the sake yeah. of it and stupid things like that. Um, the, the industry just does, it just doesn't stand for that kind of bullshit anymore, does it? You know, like just, I mean, like venues, promoters, it's, 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 it's different. It is completely different now. Yeah. I mean, we used to do, we, we used to do some stupid stuff and it, and you look back <laughs> on it, you think, why? Yeah. Like throwing like the microphone out to somebody and that right. ends up costing, and I'm and we're thinking, yeah, it's quite funny we've chucked microphone, get microphone away, but also it's still paying for it, yeah, because the venue only build, yeah, the band and and like messing about, having food fights in dressing rooms and stuff, <laughs> and there's shit all over the place. We we had to get the cleaning, got the cleaning bill and everything, yeah. everything else, and it's it's just, I think it's, I think yeah, going back to this question. <laughs> We're a lot more prepared and a lot yes, more mature. Yeah, days. good answer, good answer. Yeah. So what I enjoy seeing at the minute is uh, is the Sheffield music scene thrive a lot more yeah. at the minute. Because I think it's been quite, for the last two or three years, been quite flat. And, and, and I'm just really enjoying seeing bands like the Rosa Docs come out at the minute before before breakfast. Those girls are just doing amazing things. Yeah, Sam Shadell, Harry Larkin, shout out. Vivas that uh, that are you know supporting you on your on your tour yeah. coming up. There, there, there's there's some bubbling. There's there's a lot of stuff going. FEMA that I love those boys from Sheffield. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of activity at the minute, and the community seems quite strong as well. Where which is nice to see again. It, it reminds me back when I were in a band. Do, do you do you see that still? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely there's there's like a bit of a feel good factor around. Yeah around it again like just like just seeing self-esteem do amazing things you know what i mean it's just class yeah it? yeah uh, the the it reminds me now a little bit of a you know that mid that early mid noughties mm. sheffield scene where people are going out to watch bands for for on the off chance there's going to be a good back you know you know yeah. like i mean You'd you'd turn up at the boardwalk and things back then, and you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily have heard the bands that were playing, but you'd go along because you wanted to hear music, and you'd 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 hear you'd hear some good music, and I think I think it's got that it's bubbling under a little bit, and you've yeah. got ratings like smashing yeah. it up, and just about to play the arena. Like when you when when you've got a band doing that, mm. it trickles down into the it trickles down into the into the other bands and. And do we do we add do it, we add the Sherlock's to that? <laughs> I just like winding those boys up. Um, <laughs> they they they've been around a while though. Yeah, they? yeah. So, okay, fair enough. Okay, we'll let them off. They're like it's like 
Put me on the spot there, man. No, it's okay. I've been a shit now. I've, I, no, we, we, we've had the lads on the podcast and I've spoke to them recently. I wish them all the best for their new, they've got in top 10, having a top 10 album. You know, that's an amazing thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I, I, I do think they take themselves really seriously. And I think, I think sometimes that can create like, uh, opinions on people, but you know, the, let's the, get, a, the let's get a little man take Sherlock's walk Yeah, away. oh yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, get that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's bored of the John and uh, Reverend walls that you used yeah, to have in the bar. The thing is, as well, he's yeah. one of our really good mates. He's so man, he's <laughs> such a lovely bloke, John, yeah. and he's is um I've told you before, our kids yeah. play for the same football. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 football uh, club yeah, and. Yeah. I, I take our under 13s, he takes our under 8s. And nice. They're just, he's a, a lovely bloke, they're just a lovely family, and we, we have a, we have a, we do have a laugh about it. Now, yeah. like, what were we doing? <laughs> like, just saying, like, but, but, but the funny thing, the, the brilliant thing is, the funny thing now is, my kids are massive Reverend of the Makers oh, fans. Nice. Yeah. So, like, we're after tram lines, I messaged him after tram lines because. As much as I love Revan and the Makers, and we go we go and watch them when they're playing Chef and stuff. Well, I saw you that, before. That was the last time I saw you in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were down at Giga. But after tram lines, I've just got all kids marching around house singing, <laughs> singing Revan and the Makers, mm. blasting out a thing. Uh, uh, yeah. And um, but I love it. I love like it, it's funny how you think like that. We had that little bit of daftness when we were younger but now like my kids love him and yeah. are massive fans and and to be honest my wife's a massive fan and um I, I i just think i think as a front man there's nobody better yeah. apart from me obviously okay but, of course. Yeah. <laughs> as a front man he, he's brilliant and um yeah he's, he's a good mate so all that so it's fun so, it, it, it it was fun though weren't it God, I, I do look back on those days and think, oh, that was just fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the Sheffield community scene. So, yeah, like like, like the big boys, like you guys now, um, it, it's great to see that you're supporting bands like Vivas and having, having them as a support slot, you know, give them, give them those stages. I know they recently supported Def Leppard and that kind of stuff because they've got links yeah. with, with the band yeah. and that kind of stuff. But um, just giving bands like Shambolics that have been around for a while, I've known about that band from Scotland for a long time and they're just... They're an amazing band to have support. Yeah. How do you pick your support bands? How do you, is it a decision you make, or is it somebody else's decision? That we get we well for this we we got given. Obviously, we're aware of a, of bands because obviously we we still listen to music and and, and new music and stuff yeah. and um and then it's we get given. So obviously, we can't just go out and go. We want as mates supporting us. Yeah. We can't just go, oh, we want, for example, like as drum techs, Chatfield's drummer. We can't just go out and go, we want Chatfield to have the tour yeah. support because there's a lot more politics coming to play and stuff. Like like what? Like like what? Like, are they going to contribute to the sales of the gig or all that kind of stuff? Or the business? Is it business stuff? Not, not so much that. It's... I suppose if you're playing like a a massive, massive tour, you're going to want a band who are going to contribute a lot to the sales. Whereas, like that's that's not really what 
where we're at. So I think we'll do gen with the size venues we're playing, yeah. we're genuine all right ticket sales wise. Um but it's more like bands have a bands have agents and then you have bands how do I explain it? I rubbish <laughs> explain this. So like you you've got you've got you've all got an agent, most yeah. bands. Yeah. Um and then they may have a band that they want on with you or yeah. the manager's a promoter at somewhere that maybe runs a festival or what have you. Okay. So it's a, so there's lots of things that come into play, I think, for bands. That isn't the case in, in this in the case of when we picked our yeah. support. But in general within the industry it's very much if say for example Viva's agent had Coldplay mm. or something like that. And then Viva's agent would say, well, if if you put Viva's on with Little Man Tate and there's a chance Little Man Tate would get the Coldplay support. Mm. You know, like things yeah. like that. That's okay. the politics behind it. But that wasn't the case in this case. We right. got... We, we were given five or six bands that would um that wanted to do the tour mm. and um and we listened to them all and obviously we picked what thought would be good bands to make the shows good shows because mm. you've got you know people aren't just there for the main act people want to have a have a night, you know, have yeah. a night of it. So we picked bands that we thought had suited suited our mm. our suited our yeah. um fan base and it's good for the bands yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah so it's, they it's suited after the people yeah. who come and see us rather than like, you know, we can't just put on like some folk band who are gonna play before because it's yeah. probably not what our audience yeah. are kinda so for us it was just a case of picking bands that we liked who we mm. thought were would would make it a good night so um is, is is was was there something going on with the when you supported the enemy then because when i first saw that gig announced i thought well you're probably a similar kind of size to that band it felt just lo- looking from the outside it looked a little bit strange you supporting them on a tour I, I for me personally it, that was just uh, we got offered the um the enemy support and obviously we were fans of the enemy and um we were just like do you know what let's get out and do let's get out and do some get out and do some shows and um you know the the nice guys and we had a we had had a good laugh with them and stuff so it was that was all about just you know get getting out there again Mm. getting a tour done um and playing with a band that we that we that we're fans of so So that was there wasn't anything really. No, no, uh, no, like secret deals going on there. No, there were no secret oh, deals. Right, it was okay, just that right. we, like, we wanted to play because we're fans of the band. Well, fair, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for stuff where there is none there, aren't I? I'm Money helps as well. Well, there you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the album then, mate. Nice one. Just seen it. Uh, I've got a picture here in front of me. Is that like? Uh, is that like Gleagless Valley? That picture in the yeah. background. 
Yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure it, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure it is because um, that's that big steep road. Because I'm from Gleaglas Town yeah. originally, and I yeah, drove, yeah, I drove up and down that street many a time. I think it 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 was the original picture is of Gleaglas Valley, yeah. um, and then um, oh, I don't know if you know um, Nick Bianco, Artie Bianco. He does all mm-hmm. the all the Sheffield United. Um, oh right, yeah. Pictures and stuff, yeah. um, and we just thought like it'd be quite cool to like you know it, it, it's not it we'd not seen he'd not done any like music mm. stuff. It's all been foot you know football yeah. related, Sheffield United stuff and yeah. and things like that. And we thought, do you know what? I reckon he could do a really cool cool yeah. uh, album cover and artwork. Um, so uh, yes, I spoke to Nick and um, and then I passed it on to Maz because Maz is more. Creative than me, he's got like more. Got an eye. Yeah, and uh, and him and him and Nick uh, went through five or six various uh, um, Sheffield scenes and roads and places, and then eventually decided that that looked good. You can see the city, and it's yeah. uh, it was uh, so yeah. That, uh, how many times did it get you to approve just the picture of you in it? <laughs> Why have I got breasts? <laughs> that's, I'm that's, just, I'm none of the others have got breasts. Yeah, there's only you wearing white though, so white's probably not as uh, compliment, complimentary. No, it's not. It's no, I've got okay. to stand out on the front, man. Oh, right. right, okay, fair enough. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know why. I don't it's know why. Muscle. It's, I, need to I think it's muscle. About that. It's muscle, mate. And, and, and you're grey in it, and all. I don't remember being grey. Oh, you are grey now, aren't okay. we? <laughs> <laughs> Well, funnily enough, I'm going to have them took out before tour. Oh, are you? Are you going? Are you going? Are you going uh, full like? What's it called? You dating your hair before the tour? You're going for it? Well, I would. I would use. Uh, I would use some just for men, but my there stepdaughter's used it on her eyebrows. <laughs> right there, you go. Fair enough. So I got none of that left. Oh, there you go. Do you worry about it getting a bit greyer? Because I'm. I'm the same. You know, I'm grey now. That's it. That's me gone. <laughs> are, you, are you asked? <laughs> I think I've just got to embrace it now. I ain't yeah. got money to keep that. I ain't got money to keep that in here. Have <laughs> and have you got new teeth? You've got shiny teeth there as well, mate. I'm just having a go at you here a bit. Um, I've not got new teeth. I've been trying. <laughs> I want to whiten them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. But uh, I don't think I don't think this helps. <laughs> right. Fair enough. That's funny. Well, it's better than fags, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I love it. I love it. And what, and just sticking around on the album a little bit then. So, what was the process? writing the album like for you and the lads is it hard work is it harder do you know what very very different to oh. any way we've done it before because what we used to do we'd go in the rehearsal room get the song to what we wanted to wanted it to sound like go into the uh, studio record it this time we've worked with Martin Smith who's mm. who's worked with like Gomez Richard Orle, mm. Jarvis, you know, um, loads, like, yeah. loads of well-known artists. And um, we went in and we wanted to approach it slightly different. Yeah. Um, so we went in with the songs in the most basic form and produced them up kind of thing, whereas we've never done that before. We've always just gone in and recorded as live and that's the song Whereas this time, it was just like, well, would this work? Would this work? Let's try this here. And it's the first time we've, first time we've been 
produced, if that makes sense, like properly right. produced. And they've got strings and stuff. On one song. Have you? I thought you would do. You've got to, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> you might on as one well. song. You can't do your third album without any strings. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> how do you manage like the order and, and the quality control and what goes in and what don't go in with it? How how is that? So, so there's 20 songs, I think. Because there's going to be a few standalone singles that aren't yeah. on the album, and then there's right. obviously like digital and deluxe versions and all that. Yeah. Um, but the way we wanted the physical album to flow, because we've gone away for so long, you don't have that time to you. You can't, you know, evolve, evolve, evolve. Yeah. You know, like with seven, I mean, we'd have done six or seven albums or something mm. by now if if we'd been if we'd not had the break. Mm. Um, so what we've kind of tried to do is make sure we capture at the start of the album the little mante of old of old kind of thing but then slightly move it on a little bit like we would have done had we had we done a third album in the in the uh, back in the day um, but we don't want. We didn't want this album to be too far away from mm. old Little Man Tate, but at the same time, we wanted to leave it on a point where it could go somewhere else. If that it, yeah. the next album, if there was to be a fourth album, yeah. could move on and, and people hopefully come along with us and jump on board. But I was speaking to Rick Waiter about his new album coming out, New Sheds Ever album, the other day, and he said he even thinks about what number six and seven songs going to be, because that's if somebody's buying the vinyl, you've got to give them a reason to get up of their arse and turn that vinyl over and play the second half. Yeah. Even, we, like, exactly mad the stuff, same thing. Mad stuff like that. that you, yeah, 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 exactly the same thing. Uh, we've, gone, we've gone over it, over it, over it, played it. In, yeah. To be honest, I'm sick of hearing it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we've gone over and over it. Yeah. And then played it in different orders. What song flows? What mm. you know? What works? What goes into the next one? Well, and and that exact thing with six and seven, exactly yeah. the same thing. But ours would be five and six, so we've only got ten yeah. songs on it. Yeah, well, you know, it's. I really appreciate you joining us today, John, and discussing the new album. Uh, there's going to be a description, a pre-save link that'll take you to to pre-save the new album in the description of this podcast too. So get yourself involved, people, if you're watching this or listening to it wherever you are. And there's still a few tickets left for the tour, the October tour as well, mate. So if if somebody's not pressed the button yet on the pre-save or the tour, what would you say to those people to to make them do it? The support bands are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Check them out, don't miss. Don't, don't, yeah. don't, even if you're not bothered about seeing us, <laughs> go and watch them, it'll be a good night. Oh, mate. John, thanks for your time, mate. It's always appreciated. Always, always end up c- catching up with you. I'll see you down at the Academy on the 21st of October. You know, you've got Newcastle, Manchester. In fact, Manchester, Ritz. I love Ritz. Uh, yeah. I live in Manchester now. I might, I might come to that one instead. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll give you a shout, mate. Yeah, and yeah, thanks again for joining us. Good luck with the new album. You've got to give us a good review. You've got to give us a good review. I'll, you, I, don't, I don't write stuff, mate. I'll bring someone with me that'll do all that. um yeah so uh yeah enjoy the enjoy being back into it mate it looks like you're having a fucking whale of a time well done mate nice one cheers mate thank you very much cheers john thank you cheers da john nice one pal yeah 
There we go. So yeah, again, good luck. We, 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 you know, we mentioned the gigs and stuff coming up, particularly the Sheffield one that's haunting everybody at the minute. Uh, good luck to the O2 Academy trying to get the problems fixed. Um, the rack issues, reinforced, autoclaved, aerated concrete. Um, yeah, it, it's all the problems that you see in the news with schools and stuff that's been built with a certain type of concrete. Looks like O2 Academy is struggling a little bit to, um, to be safe. So safety is paramount. They're doing the right thing by closing and making sure and double-checking these things. Just hope it's all sorted for the lads very soon. And if you're a good goer this week, if you're at the Little Man Tate gig on Friday at the Ritz, come and say hello. Come and say hello. Um, yeah, I'm right looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, have you, are you at a gig this week? If you are, tag RGM in your socials. Send a picture, we'll share the bands. If you find a new band this week, nice one. Did you buy Andrew Cushing's album? Did you help him get into the charts? Yeah, ours came through the other day. Got to support that boy, he's doing amazing things. Um, yeah, thanks guys for joining us for another week here at the RGM Podcast. And we'll, as always, we'll see you next week. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week.